Episode 52, The Everglade Show. Today is part three of the mobile podcasting series, and this one is coming to you from the Everglades. You will learn the difference between an alligator and a crocodile, tips for recording podcasts outdoors, and how to make lemonade out of lemons. You are listening to episode number 52 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. So the following clip is from the airboat. Notice the poor quality audio here. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. Don't you worry, though. I'm not going to make you listen to such noisy audio for the entire episode, but I first wanted you to hear what I was dealing with, so this episode makes more sense as you listen to the entire show. Today's episode 52 is part three of the On Location series I've been doing. Episode 48 was part one from San Francisco, and episode 50 was in Naples. The footage you just heard was recorded sitting on an airboat smack dab in the middle of the Florida Everglades. So in today's show... I start the show with a history lesson about the Everglades, as chances are, if you're not from Florida, you've probably heard of the Everglades, but you might not know much about it. Then I have a list of helpful tips and tricks for how to prepare for an on-location shoot. And finally, the lemonade from lemons portion of the show. The audio quality was pretty much unusable due to a generator that I could not escape from. So rather than hang my head in defeat, I'm going to turn it into a teaching moment and introduce you to noise removal, which every podcaster needs to get familiar with. Before we get into this Backwoods edition of Mike Murphy Unplugged, let's take a look inside the Podcaster's Toolkit as we always do. The Podcaster's Toolkit is the part of the show where I share a tip, tool, resource, or product that I think is going to help you on your online journey. If you have a favorite resource or tool that you love and you want to share with me and the podcast, please send it to me at mikemurphy.co. I'll have a look and add it to the kit. In this week's Podcaster's Toolkit, I want to tell you about Divi, D-I-V-I. Divi is a WordPress theme by Elegant Themes. It is a theme that I use and cannot recommend enough. The reason I wanted to tell you about it is that there is a new version called Divi 3.0 that is set to be released about September 15th or so. I think it's going to be one of the best WordPress themes out there. Now, I've been playing around with websites and particularly WordPress for a long time, and I think Divi is currently the best theme that I've ever used, and the sneak peeks of Divi 3.0 look quite impressive, so I'm really looking forward to it. The makers of Elegant Themes are skilled web and graphic designers, so all of their products look really sharp. The typography is always very nice. It was the aesthetics that drew me to Divi at first, but now seeing what is technically possible and actually really easy, Divi has won me over 100%. Divi 3.0 is going to be very user-friendly in that you don't have to know anything about websites to make it look and feel exactly how you want. Web design has come a long way. Divi 3.0 is charging full steam ahead and ahead of the pack, in my opinion. So if you are looking to freshen up the look of your WordPress site, go check out Divi 3.0. You can get to it at mikemurphy.co forward slash Divi, which is my affiliate link, by the way. So if you were to purchase the theme through Divi, which I think it's about 89 bucks, you would be supporting the podcast fund. Anyways... So let's get into the Everglades show. It's packed with information. It's a little bit different than normal, but the location was so different that I had to shake things up a little bit. First, some facts about the Everglades. Next, I have some tips and advice for recording a podcast outdoors or on location. And the last part is scratching the surface of noise removal. Okay, now onto some Everglades trivia for you. 
One out of every three Floridians, that's 8 million people, rely on the Everglades for their water supply. One out of every three. While it is often described as a swamp or a forested wetland, the Everglades is actually a very slow-moving river called the River of Grass. America's Everglades is home to 73 threatened or endangered species. Mosquitoes play a vitally important link in the Everglades food chain, and I can tell you that they are not endangered. They are alive and well out there. The Everglades National Park spreads over 1.5 million acres. It is the third largest national park in the lower 48, behind Yellowstone National Park, which is second, and Death Valley National Park, which is first. Did not know that. Now on to the burning question. What is the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Well, one of the main differences is where they live. Alligators typically live in freshwater habitats, while crocs live in salt or brackish water habitats. Everglades, the only place in the world where you may spot gators and crocs in the same body of water. Pretty cool. Also, gators tend to be a little bit more black or dark gray in color, and crocodiles are the more greenish color. And crocs tend to have a pointed, like a V-shaped nose, and they usually get a lot bigger. Crocs can reach up to 20 feet, while American alligators usually max out about 13 to 15 feet. And finally, you may already know, but the main method of transportation in the Everglades is the famous airboats. You know those ones with the big engine on the back? But did you know that the person credited with that invention was the same person who invented the telephone? That's right, Alexander Graham Bell was credited with inventing the airboat. Hmm. Okay, let's move on to some tips for on-location podcasting. This is a mixed bag, just a whole list of stuff. So listen up. Don't worry about it. I'll have everything listed in the show notes. But these are some of the things I've been picking up on now that I've been doing it for a few times now. Recording outside is distracting. You have a lot going on. So my number one tip, get things ready before you leave home or wherever your starting place is. All right. Pack your gear so that it is loaded and ready to go including connecting cables from your microphone to your recorder or whatever interface you're using. You don't want to have to assemble anything you don't have to on location. The more you prepare, the less likely you're going to forget things like cables. So when you reach in your bag, it should be ready to turn on and start recording. This is a big tip because your hands also might be sandy or dirty, or there might be no place to really set things down to set up properly. So the more you are ready to start before you get to the location, the better. Now, write your detailed script or outline in advance. This is big. I'm big on scripts. You might not be, but no matter what you think, you are not going to be able to concentrate or have enough time to do it in the field. So get your stuff ready before you start recording in the field. Charge batteries and load your gear with them before you go. And also, pack chargers. Even if you don't think you're going to have a place to do, always bring a charger with you just in case you do run out and you have a place to charge. Also, don't forget the little portable chargers that I always talk about. My favorite is by a brand called Anchor, but these portable USB chargers will be able to power your iPhone or your iPad or any USB devices. I never leave home without these. Be sure to format all of your memory cards, whether you're using the Zoom or for your camera, your GoPros, format them before you leave the house. Clean up storage space on your iDevices, like your iPhone and iPad, So you have enough room just to record audio or behind the scenes video if you're going to do that. You don't have to go crazy, but have a little supply kit with you like microfiber towels or a towel for yourself if you're in a hot environment. Make sure you have some bug spray if you happen to record a podcast in the Everglades perchance. Lip balm, sunscreen, water, all that stuff. Apples. Basically find your inner girl or boy scout and just over prepare for things because when you get out there, you don't want to have to think about anything. 
So my final tip for today is more of the life lesson of today. It's the lemonade portion of the show, and that is to expect the unexpected. And when things don't work out, don't be mad about it. Turn it around into a positive moment, into a teaching moment so that you can share it with your audience. So this Everglades podcast session, it didn't go as planned. It was a failure on many levels. However, and rather than me just scratching it up to, well, I failed, I got to do something else, I turned it around into a teaching moment so I could share it with you. Why did this Everglades podcast session fail? Well, there were several reasons. One, I did not have a script prepared before I left town, so I was trying to write it on my iPad. I was rushing. I didn't finish it, and I said, well, I'll try to do it when I get there. Well, we got busy. We started doing stuff, and then we were out hunting alligators till 1 a.m., so I wasn't able to get it done. I tried to record with a partial script, and I was distracted. The second reason was I tried doing too much. I had a time lapse going on my GoPro. I had my iPhone for Instagram stories and behind the scenes videos. I was capturing sound effects with my Zoom. I was cleaning up the script in the iPad while I was doing this stuff. And I was also testing out a new teleprompter app. By the time I was able to record, I was razzled, preoccupied, I was hot. And I was the main course for a lot of skeeters. It wasn't going well. But I persevered. I overcame all of these distractions. I put on my headphones. I hit record. And the only thing I could hear was this loud generator on the property that produced this steady hum. And then I got some crickets. And then I got some birds. And more noises. And more noises. It did not take me long to realize that the audio was not going to be good enough to use for an entire episode. Everything I had planned was completely turned upside down. I was a little disappointed and frustrated. No, no question about it. But I quickly realized that rather than scrap the entire episode, I had to turn it around into a teaching moment. You are going to make a ton of mistakes podcasting and things are not always going to go your way. You might forget to hit record or your guest audio is really bad when you're doing an interview or wind ruins the audio or you might have interference from your iPhone. There is a multitude of things that can and will go wrong at some point. But you can't hang your head in defeat and beat yourself up over it. You have to find a way to salvage things and learn from it, share it and help others through teaching or sharing your moments. That's what it's all about. Okay, so here's where I turn it around. Since noise ruined my entire podcast plan from the Everglades, I'm going to give you a brief introduction. We're scratching the surface here of noise removal. At some point or another, you are going to get bad audio, or noise is going to be in your recording. All podcasters deal with noise removal. It's actually probably one of the most common post-production techniques, I would be guessed. Most people use it on every single episode. You do have to be careful with noise removal techniques, though. You can go too far. You'll start to hear this digital weirdness in your voice. I think that's a real term. Or you might hear what is called pumping, which is commonly found when you're using noise gates, where the silence and the voice kind of are bouncing off each other. It's very unnatural sounding. Okay, so I use Adobe Audition. The noise reduction plugins are excellent. But no matter what audio editor you use, always, I have this written in all caps and bold, Always record about 10 to 15 seconds of silence or room noise. Before you start speaking, just record a blank stretch of nothing, all right? Because what noise removal plugins do is they typically learn the ambient noise or the bad sounds or the room noise, and then they scan the entire clip and remove that noise. It's unwanted noise. So that's how noise reduction works. You scan the ambient noise or the room noise or the bad noise, And then it goes through and removes those from the rest of the recording. So if you take away one tip from today, besides the alligator versus crocodile, of course, 
Be sure to record blank sound before everything you record, whether you're doing podcasts, videos, doesn't matter. Just record that sampling so you can get the best chance of noise removal. Okay, so I told you to remember that short clip that I played in the beginning of the bad audio. I played it with no noise removal. I didn't do any kind of EQ or anything that I probably would have done if I really wanted to fix it. So here it is again. Just listen to the rumble now. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. Okay, so in that clip, you were hearing this the whole time. Now, here it is after I used the new repair sound in Adobe Audition's new sound essential panel, which is fantastic, by the way. It did a pretty good job right out of the box. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. Now, you definitely should have noticed a difference between the two. The second one that went through the Sound Essential panel is definitely a lot better. But there's still a lot of bad qualities about it that you're not picking up in such a small clip. However, if you had listened it for the entire length of the podcast, you would have thought differently. Or I could have spent hours and hours and hours in that plugin and tweaking the EQ to make it sound passable. But podcasting is about you making the judgment call for what is best, not only for you, but for your listeners. Your regular and your loyal fans, they're going to forgive you for bad audio once in a while. But what if a new listener came and checked out your show for the first time and you were doing this podcast episode from the Everglades and it sounded terrible? I don't care what you explain to them, they're never going to return if its quality is that bad. So you really do have to be mindful of the importance of making the right call for your listeners. So the bottom line is that the audio from the Everglades session could have improved significantly with massive amounts of noise removal and EQ work on my part. And even though it may have been good enough or acceptable, I had to make the call. I had to make the judgment call and I didn't want my listeners to have to put up with bad or unnatural sounding audio for an entire episode, just so I could say that I pulled off a complete podcast from the Everglades, which the competitive side of me wanted to do, of course. You're going to be faced with many of these judgment calls in your podcast journey and always err on what is best for your listeners. And I made the call to take that noisy recording from the Everglades and turn it into a glass of refreshing lemonade because now you know the difference between Crocs and Gators You know how to prepare for location shoots, and you always, always, always record 10 to 20 seconds of ambient or room noise before you record anything. And that's going to do it for maybe a little bit off the beaten path episode number 52. But hopefully you took away some useful nuggets of trivia, some practical tips on preparing for an on-location production, and a little dose of encouragement to always see the glass half full. So part one of this on-location podcast experiment was recorded on a nude beach in San Francisco. Part two was done on the tranquil white beaches of Naples, Florida. And part three was done from an airboat in the Everglades. So if you have any suggestions of where Waldo should record the podcast next, by all means, let me know, as I am obviously up for the challenge. And as always, I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and welcome those new to the podcast. For those of you who have not already done so, please sign up for my newsletter at mikemurphy.co forward slash newsletter. And if you know of anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please share away as that would really help the show and build the community up. I do thank you for joining me today. I really hope you join my one man band and together we can learn, create and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.